Welcome to Seeking Alpha's Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. It is Tuesday, September 28th, and I am your host, Nathaniel E. Baker, filling in for Pim Fox, who is on holiday. He'll be back next week, by the way. Our top story today is musical chairs at the Fed, but let's first take a look at markets. In Asia, Japan, the Nikkei uh, closed down about two-tenths of one percent. The Hang Seng in Hong Kong was up about 1.2 percent. Stock market in China up about a half of one percent, and India down 1.6 percent. In Europe at midday, we have the FTSE in London down about three-tenths of 1%, CAC in Paris off about 1.2%, and DAX in Frankfurt down about eight-tenths of 1%. Turning to the U.S., stock futures are down this morning. We have tech uh, seeing the worst of it. NASDAQ is down about 1.6%. S&P 500 futures down about nine-tenths of 1% and Dow Industrials off about a half of 1%. Bond yields are rallying as bonds are sold off. The 10-year is now up to 1.53%, a rise of about 5%, I'm sorry, of about 3%. Gold is down, cryptos are down, Uh, Bitcoin is off about 4% to trade just south of 42,000. Okay, so Fed musical chairs. Two regional Fed bank presidents are leaving their positions early, and this in the wake of controversy over their portfolio holdings. The individuals are Boston Fed President Eric Rosengren and Dallas Fed President Robert Kaplan. They will both depart over the next 10 days. Rosengren announced uh, his departure which, by the way, will be on September 30th, early yesterday, saying he needs a kidney transplant. He was due to retire in June anyway, and at the time of the statement, there was speculation that his involvement in the controversy over portfolios and trading of Fed officials played a part in the decision. Dallas Fed President Robert Kaplan announced he would leave on October 8th, and this confirmed those suspicions as he said specifically that he would leave to eliminate distractions caused by his trading. Kaplan traded millions of dollars in securities last year, including individual high-valuation mega-cap stocks that benefit from lower interest rates. Rosengren came under scrutiny for securities tied to real estate and securities the Fed bought last year. Neither ran afoul of any actual current Fed rules on holdings and trading, but one can suspect that might change in short order. Fed Chair Jerome Powell has opened an ethics panel over the issue and said at his recent press conference that changes to current rules must happen. Powell reportedly also held securities that the Fed bought, though it appears those were mostly limited to municipal bonds. Dot Plot Shuffle The departure of these two regional presidents, of course, leaves the dot plot in a little bit of doubt. 
Um, they are Rosengren and Kaplan are both in the hawkish camp, and Kaplan is considered one of the most hawkish voices for the Fed in calling for the removal of accommodation in the form of bond purchases. Two dovish replacements could, of course, sh quickly shift the dots back to liftoff in 2023. These uh, the district presidents are identified through a search committee formed by the respective bank. When it comes to the FOMC voting on rates, the rotation was set to bring in three hawkish regional presidents next year anyway. Rosengren, St. Louis President James Bullard, and Kansas City Fed President Esther George. Now, while this game of musical chairs goes on, the bond market continues to expect a move to tightening as yields keep climbing. We mentioned the 10-year at the outset, the five-year, which is most tied to Fed fund rate expectations, is setting a new high up three basis points to 1.03%. The message from Fed speakers is still for tapering to start in November and end in the middle of next year. UBS chief economist Paul Donovan writes, quote, Fed presidents exist to provide entertaining and extreme comments to the media, and to dissent from policy decisions only when permitted. New York Fed President Williams is the Fed President with authority, having a permanent vote on policy. Williams reiterated the market-based case of a quantitative policy tightening this year and, pointing out, and pointed out that a U.S. default would be less than ideal. Markets are well aware of both of these views. In what could be seen as an extreme opinion, Chicago Fed President Charles Evans argued yesterday that the Fed may need to see more inflation. Uh, Evans loses his voting slot next year, by the way. Natural gas surge. U.S. natural gas prices soared to their highest level in more than seven and a half years. Traders are citing contagion fears as gas and other energy shortages sweep Europe and Asia which is leading to more demand for U.S. liquefied natural gas. Front and month gas futures, um, those for October delivery, were up 11% to 5.706, highest closing price since February 2014. And the biggest gain in terms of daily percentage since this February's Texas freeze. Again, Capital's John Kilduff says, quote, Spectacular prices around the world are feeding into the sentiment. Gas as a commodity is getting repriced, and now that we've hit these price heights, it will be easy to do it again. Nordic Track IPO. Nordic Track parent iFit Health and Fitness, stock symbol IFIT, released details Monday for a planned IPO that could value the firm at $6.7 billion iFit said in a revised S1 filing that it plans to offer some 30 million Class A shares to trade in the range of 18 to $21. It is also granting underwriters the option to buy as many as 4.6 million extra shares for over allotments. Plans call for the stock to list on the NASDAQ under the ticker symbol iFit. Ford EV bet. Ford has unveiled plans to team with South Korean battery maker SK Innovation 
and spend around $11 billion to build an electric F-150 assembly plant and three battery plants in the U.S. This is part of its acceleration of its push into electric vehicles. Ford will build two massive battery factories in Glendale, Kentucky, and a third in Stanton, Tennessee, alongside a new truck factory that will start producing electric F-Series pickups by 2025. This will all create 11,000 jobs. The company says the plan the planned Blue Oval City Complex in Tennessee will, quote, usher in a new era of American manufacturing, comparing it to the Rouge Complex in Michigan a century ago. Evergrande fallout. Don't forget this situation continues to unfold. The China Central Bank said it will protect consumers exposed to the housing market, but it didn't specifically name Evergrande. This is according to reports by Reuters. But it gave investors some confidence that spillover effects from this liquidity crisis could be manageable. Evergrande missed an $83 million payment on March 2022 bonds on September 23rd to last Thursday. It is scheduled to pay a $47 million coupon on September 29th, so tomorrow. In addition to the PBOC statement, the Shenzhen government has started investigating Evergrande's wealth management unit. This is according to a report in Reuters, citing a letter to investors. And it's another sign that authorities may take some action to contain the fallout from the real estate developers' troubles. Looking at today's economic calendar, at 8.30 we have international trade in goods, as well as retail inventories and wholesale inventories at 8.55 a.m., Redbook chain store sales at 9 a.m. Charles Evans of the Fed speaks. Also at 9 a.m. S&P CoreLogic Case Shiller Home Price Index. At 9 a.m. also the FHFA House Price Index. Consumer Confidence Reading is at 10. At 10 also the Richmond Fed meeting. Uh, Results of a bond auction are at 1 p.m. And a couple of other Fed speakers This afternoon, Jerome Powell gives his testimony to Congress at noon. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please be sure to rate it and review it. Your feedback is greatly appreciated. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best investment analysis and news on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Behind the Idea, Essay for FAs, Let's Talk ETFs, the Cannabis Investing Podcast, and Marketplace Roundtable on those platforms as well. Have a great day.